Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. This is the last day of his retirement-shortened week. He gets to enjoy his retirement-lengthened weekend starting tomorrow. Mr. John Shipman will be in tomorrow, good Sunbury uh, leader and community guy and uh, still very active. And uh, so we'll talk to him about all things conservative. Lots of great opinions. Right. And I will all... I think you'll find John and I are more of an agreement than you and I are. I always ask him about convention of states. So if we ever needed it, boy, <laughs> do we need it now? Yeah. Right. On the, oh, right. And you are so studied on it. <laughs> right. I don't know if we need it or not, but I know that I don't know all that much about it. So I, I'm not willing to just bark out the word no. But that's the whole purpose of keeping people off your lawn is just yelling out no from time to time. So that's, no! see, that works out. On <laughs> I the have mo- to stay in practice. No! <laughs> <laughs> on the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. Call us one. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Topics we've discussed lately. We've talked about the catastrophe at the U.S.-Mexico border. It certainly is a, a major dilemma for the Biden administration and for the U.S., a homeland security issue and just a human uh, tragedy that's unfolding there. So I noticed yesterday the Biden administration didn't say anything about it. It's funny how we, we talk about it more on this if show. If it were the Trump administration, oh, you can bet they'd be howling. Oh, it's kids in cages. It's terrible. It's inhumane. It's criminal. (laughs) But because it's Democrats putting the kids in shipping containers, that's okay. (laughs) So, yeah, there's uh, that uh, that challenge still exists. (laughs) The border. Nancy Pelosi did say yesterday, the border is not open. Oh, well, then how are these people getting in? The number of people they're stopping are in the tens of thousands. On a, almost on a daily basis. I don't know. The border's not open, though. So just so you know, Joe. Oh, okay. That's well, it. I'm glad, glad there uh, are certain... see what else is happening. Raise the region is underway. Sometimes we talk a little bit about that. And uh, Vice President Kamala Harris ignored a question about New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's widening sexual harassment scandal while speaking to reporters yesterday. You know what she did when someone asked her about it? She left the room. <laughs> She had all these opinions about Brett Kavanaugh, all these horrible opinions. He should be shot. He's a rapist. He's a serial rapist. He's a criminal. Okay, well, has no comments at all about Cuomo. You're really stuck on this. That you want her to weigh in on this. What? uh, Like, let's picture ourselves a year ago, and some Republican was in hot water somewhere. You know, it happens all the time. Yeah, Donald Trump was in hot water. Okay. Were you hounding the press to try to get Mike Pence's remark on that? No, what of I'm saying not. is that. Thank you. Well, well, let that's, me explain. That's the answer. No, it's just. But a let me explain. No. Mike Pence didn't come out and accuse Brett Kavanaugh of all these terrible things. And when Merrick Garland was proposed, Brett, Mike Pence didn't come out and say he was a pervert or he's a, you know he shouldn't be confirmed, you know. But in this case, Kamala Harris had a lot to say about Brett Kavanaugh. 
and she has nothing to say, even when asked directly about Mario Cuomo. And now the sixth, <laughs> as the sixth accuser, accuses him funny? of aggressively groping her, physically groping her. Now these aren't childhood allegations; these are from his time right. so as governor of the state of New York. Obviously, he's got a series of accusers. So you know, this is to the point where it should be criminally investigated, and and you know, whatever needs to happen, or if he should be impeached, or you know, whatever should happen in New York should happen in New York. It should, he should get due process. My only complaint right, no argument is that there. nobody wanted due process for Brett Kavanaugh. What do you mean? Kamala Harris was one of the senators who got to question him during his conference. Hearings. But they Is wanted his they, they wanted his nomination withdrawn. They referred to him as if he were already convicted. Oh, Joe, you got it bad. No, you don't remember those I, things. But you know, I look do. Up I remember it. But it, it was what's called in America. We call it the process. That's what happens if people have accusations. The they raise them, and if somebody's going confirmation uh, confirmation hearings, the topics are heard, and then it's uh, expedited. Well, Governor Cuomo, as far as I'm concerned, this is the natural order of things. Step forward, investigators investigate. He gets into hot water, which is seems almost inevitable at this point. Uh, that uh, you know somebody's going to come forward. I and believe file the governor Cuomo should be given the benefit of, of being considered innocent until proven guilty. But there's so many, so much smoke here. I mean, do you believe they're treating Mario Cuomo the same way they treated Donald Trump when Donald Trump? Isn't that funny how admitted if, he? Uh, if uh, President Biden can't remember a name for one minute, you're all over him, but you keep calling the governor of New York Mario Cuomo. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you and he Joe was the Biden, governor of New York. <laughs> so you and Joe Biden are. Not I admit I've lost a step. Joe Biden won't admit it. Well, okay. <laughs> let's let's stipulate Andrew Cuomo. Let's stipulate that he, you've lost quite a few steps. And if Joe <laughs> Biden has, so be it. He's the one that's elected to lead the free world, and you and I are still arguing on from the bubble. Well, then why hasn't he had a press conference yet? <laughs> oh, you are back on that. You're you, between you and Kamala Harris. You get no rest. Listen, one of our good. What I don't like, honestly, Mark. My only point is I don't like the hypocrisy. Okay. What's oh, sauce yeah. for the goose is sauce for the gander. <laughs> if you're going to come down on Republicans, yes, Republicans are finally back on the moral high ground after no, having we're President not on Trump. The moral high ground any more than anybody else is. I don't think there is a moral high ground when it comes to these politicians. Oh my gosh. Do you? No. One of our good listeners sends us a note. Says Governor Cuomo should resign, and this is coming from a Democrat. Says one of our listeners. All right. Another one says, "Hello, Mark. Driving that electric." Mustang means you you do not have to stop for gas except once or twice a year. You know, that is a funny question, Bob. Uh, I actually foolishly, sillily said the same question. Do you ever have to stop? And you didn't the read the last part. Green drive tax-free. Not right. so. Well, that's true. Yeah, you don't. They're uh, going to be they're going to be considering bills that take that into consideration. One of the proposals uh, that's being considered because of that potential for green cars, mm-hmm. uh, lowering the uh, the fees on roadways and gas tax. One of the things they're talking about doing is tolling bridges, including right. the Route 83 bridge in Harrisburg, right. to build a new one. Well, it's still free now. You, I think a good idea doesn't supplant uh, what is a free ride now. Well, you pay uh, taxes on your electricity, so they'll just up the utility taxes to compensate well, for that. All right, we've got one it, call it, waiting and two coming in, upper right-hand corner, and then says, we'll get to uh, Good morning. Uh, giving is fun. Not only that, every dollar given to a worthy charity has someone's name on it, someone who is in need. We may never know how someone might be blessed by what we give, only that over, only that our gift is helping someone in their own time of need. Peace and blessings, signed Rob. All right, yeah, raise the region, that famous Charlie Degenstein line, giving is fun. Uh, Carl, you are on the line. Thanks for calling in. 
Yes, good morning. I, I just want all of the tree huggers out there to turn their volume up when they hear this story. I just left a meeting. I'm uh, involved with a group outside of Mifflinburg. We just found out that a local property owner is going to take 350-plus acres of farm ground and woods that is habitated with deer and turkey and everything else and cover it entirely with solar panels. What? And, yeah, 350 acres of prime farm ground. The contract is signed. The runoff will be amazing. 350 acres of solar panels. It's going to destroy the wood. They're going to cut the trees down. They're going to cover all the ground. And then they're going to erect an 8-foot-high fence with serpentine wire on top of it. And this is not speculation. This is all fact. Uh, and this is to produce solar energy. So the amount of destruction that this is going to cause and the blight and the ugliness is just over the top. And I, I literally just, I'm driving through the area right now, and it's just beautiful farm ground, beautiful woods. We generally, you know, you see deer and turkey out in those fields. And it's going to be destroyed for solar. So I, I want sure to know what all my tree hugging bunny loving, uh, which I, I love bunnies too. I just love them for dinner. Well, I'm sure Mark is indignant. Are you indignant about this? Well, I'm, I, I, I hear what he's saying. I, I appreciate that. Are there not laws to protect? Or is there no farmland sort of protection out there? Well, the, it, the air, the land is in clean and green, and I just got off the phone with our county commissioner, and he said all they have to do is pay the clean and green back taxes, and that relinquishes them from that. But it, it just, it, we are sick. I mean, this literally is going to be in my backyard, literally in my backyard. Uh, it will be mm -hmm. the fence, from what I understand, is going to be less than 80 feet from my back door. Do and why would why would the zoning laws permit that there? That seems like probably a, a township without zoning laws. What the township without? It's a township without zoning laws. Exactly. Yep. Oh, that's right. Well, you love your freedom. Well, that's the cost. You could have a really bad neighbor. So there's your there's your freedom for you. And and I I generally I I'm trying so hard not to be hypocritical on this because generally I am the type of person that says hey if it's your land you can do with it what you want, but when it Destroys everybody else's uh, just view. The land is just going to be devastated, and you know the amount, like I said, deer and turkey we see in these fields. You know, to cut the woods down and to cover this, and it's it's not like it's bad farm ground. It's good producing farm ground. Uh, I've been surrounded by it for the last twenty six years, and it is going to be destroyed for solar panels when we have. You know, how many thousands of acres of strip mine area do we have in this state? And, you know, all the uh, natural gas we have in the ground. And, you know, to produce solar energy, we're going to destroy all this land. Well, who's, who's doing bad. this? Who's doing this? Is it the farmer who owns the land, or has he sold out yeah. to somebody? No. It's, it's a, believe it or not, it's the farmer. that I'm not going to say his name, uh, but it's the farmer that owns the land. And it's it just... It's really sickening to everybody up Why there. does a solar panel ruin the ground under it? You can't grow anything on it. Well, I obviously not it's gonna, not. Yeah, I mean, what, would you want to look at a... It's going to be like living in the middle of Allenwood Federal Penitentiary, except it's going to have these reflective panels reflecting, you know... Uh, 
Right, but why and does plus it... the fact that they're going to... I don't say it's ruining the ground itself, but to cut down the trees and the woods uh, and put a fence around it, you know, the, the natural flow of the animals, uh, the, the deer traveling back... We're talking, like I said, 350 acres. That's a lot of dirt, Mark. Yeah, it is. No, I get it. I'm not uh, diminishing the importance of this, nor the loss of the aesthetics of the land. That's pretty extensive. But I guess this is the price you pay. You know, you love your freedom. You hate to wear masks, you you know, and we won't impose zoning on anybody. But if you get a factory next door, that's your prerogative. And if you don't... You no, know, I, but I is, that the, is I, that the issue, or is the issue that prime farmland that you would think, well, think environmentalists a, want to preserve is going to be stripped and taken down to put up solar panels? I don't think the farm land yeah. is being destroyed though joe i think carl just well, you said gotta, that. you gotta dig you gotta dig footers every so many feet right. and put cement <laughs> columns down into the dirt gotcha uh okay you know, like I said, but you know not, not to mention you know the it's probably a good 40 acres of woods that they're going to chop down to do this also all right we got to move on but thank you so much Thanks carl for, keep, yep, keep us posted I, I appreciate carl. appreciate the call yeah it's funny out there they just love freedom they won't wear masks they hate the rules and everything but then when somebody uh, does something because they're free and they have a, a meltdown i'm not certain he was driving at that more than he was driving at the loss of this beautiful wooded area and this beautiful yep, farmland and rolling that, hills no argument there i'm in full agreement I don't think you need to argue that with me. All right, we'll take a quickie break. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Says the problem with Kamala walking away from the Super Mario question is that she was a proponent of believe the women during Kavanaugh hearings. That's true. It's gone from believe the survivors to the women should be heard. Isn't that interesting? When it's a Democrat, it's the women should be heard. When it's a Republican, believe the survivors. In what way are the women who are accusing, not Mario Cuomo for the fifth time. I didn't say Mario. Andrew Cuomo. You just said his name. Did I? So I, I read in, what was in on what here. Way, Super Mario. In what way is the vice president of the United States supposed to weigh in on this? I still don't get that. Well, she should be demanding his resignation. Oh, my. oh listen to you. Uh, we like the vice president of the U.S. She opinion said, on she every... said, believe the survivors. That was her mantra when it was Kavanaugh. Oh now it's God. the women should be heard. <laughs> we need to reach into the cabinet. Now we need the U.S. housing secretary's opinion about vaccinations in Berwick. Okay, please. <laughs> Joe's demanding answers. Stan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Go right ahead. Uh, the Democrats had didn't have double standards, they have no standards. Isn't that the line <laughs> that we should go by? 
I think it's a human condition. But anyway, why worse today for Democrats? Not 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 your general run of the mill Democrats, but the politicians in Washington who, on both sides of the aisle, seem incapable of anything other than hypocrisy. Some days. Some days, most days. Uh, so I mean, wasn't it Miss Kamala that uh, basically accused uh, Biden of being? Uh, sexual predator when she was running against him in the primaries? She probably did promulgate the uh, allegation against Joe Biden, of course, which has now since uh, very uh, appropriately completely disappeared. one way to shut her up is to make... Why has it disappeared, Mark? Because he offered her the vice presidency, that shut her up, right? I I don't think the media gives a hoot about that. I think they're just focused on good government and bold leadership while they can find it. (laughs) Well, they sure ain't finding it right now, are we? (laughs) I mean, let's see what's going on in the House right now. H.R.H. Uh, trying to get passed through. That's a gun control bill to, you know, to uh, universal background checks, as they call it. So we're going to lead down the primrose pass of uh, uh, gun registration. And then an H.R. 127, which is basically every gun you have, Mark, will be taxed. You will have to get a license. You will have to get a license to exercise your constitutional right. They're going to uh, put tax on ammo. That's all in this bill, 127. You know, they want to tax ammo, tax guns. You have to buy a federal uh, insurance policy from the federal government if you're going to keep guns in the house. Really? <coughs> yeah, yes. That's, hmm. that's the stuff that's going through the house right now. And they're having no hearings on it. They're just going to ram it through the vote like they've been doing everything else. We don't have it. But, you know, the committees, in my understanding, I guess they're a waste of time because everything comes right to the floor of the house. And they vote on everything. Seems to be that way. Probably having a few hearings, but, you know. So, I mean, that's that's a direct impingement on everybody that wants to exercise their Second Amendment rights. First of all, so I, what, I doubt that it's ever going to make it out of the House. And then second, I mean, how's Joe Manchin going to oh, support wait a minute, that? Mark, and it how, will make it out of the House. I don't think so. Uh, how, like Joe Manchin will Joe never Joe Manchin's vote. in the Senate. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting confused it, here. Sorry it, it about that. It will make it out of the House. They have the votes. And okay. the Democrats have been walking in lockstep. They will pass that on to the Senate. And there's no guarantees in the Senate that it won't pass, neither. Joe Manchin will never support it. <laughs> now you're right. <laughs> uh, see, I knew if I just name him long enough, I'm bound to hit. Well, it'll never make it past the Supreme Court. It's obviously unconstitutional. Ah, your point's spot on for there, Mark. But in the meantime, what's that do with everybody? Are they going to, you know, somebody's going to have to sue right away to get injunctions to keep this from going into effect if it gets passed out of both houses and signed by Biden? Okay, laws. Then it will have to be immediately sued, and then you have to find a judge that's going to actually put an injunction to withhold the enforcement of such laws. A lawsuit. Okay. So, so in the meantime, if they don't do that, in the meantime, anybody that doesn't comply will become a felon. Well, that won't actually happen. Honestly, oh, yeah. that, all those bills <laughs> you have will never become. You way more faith in them than I do, Mark. <laughs> right. Well, that is true. I do know that to be very, very true. All right. Uh, we'll give you a quick uh, last word. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, call your congressman and your senators. Tell them to vote no on everything that has to do with any type of gun control. Well, your congressman is already on the right side of that. You don't have a thing to worry about. All right. Thank well, you so much. Thank you. Thanks, thank, thanks Dan. Call uh, Senator. 
Casey. He's the person call you have Joe to Manchin. worry about. He's in both the House and the Senate. <laughs> yeah. He'll help you. We just elevated him. Plus, then call Mario Cuomo. And uh, Joe Manchin's also in the U.S. Supreme Court. He'll never stand <laughs> for that. Uh, one of our good listeners back on the solar topic, Says, upper right-hand corner. Who will benefit from the solar energy? Will the public buy energy from this person? Oops, I'm sorry. Where does one get that kind of money to build 350 acres of a solar farm? That's a good question, Dennis. Okay, and then down here and then here. All right. Good morning. I think it's a great, great we're putting up solar panels in our area. Sure, let's tear down all the trees and stuff and put them up. There are windmills all the way to Shenandoah already, so this is just another way to make electricity. Great for tax deductions also. Let's keep fracking our forests, too. And another listener. And capitalism. I love it. <laughs> when it comes to the solar panels. All right, uh, Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think we ought to have more discussion on this Biden bill that just passed. It's $1.9 trillion. I want to hear, I want to hear all the uh, hypocrites say how bad it is and they shouldn't have passed it and then how they're going to take the $1,400 check. That part of it, I don't think the hypocrites, as you call us, have any problem with. The direct aid to people who need it, to businesses that need it, I have no problem with. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but you're going to get the $1,400 check. I have no problem with that, with the check, with stimulus checks going out to people. No, you're not listening. I have no problem. You have, you're, ju- you're just not listening to me, Tom. What I'm saying is no, the, things, the things that help I'm people, you the things that help people, I'm in support of, and I think most Republicans are, too, the things that help small businesses. But when you're talking about billions and billions of dollars to bail out Los Angeles and the state of California from their problems created by themselves, that we're not in favor of. All right, Tom, go right ahead. Oh, well, Joe, you're a, you're a socialist just like Dan and all the other people. You're a bunch of socialists. Whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, you're a bunch of socialists when it comes to you. I don't. And I would cheerfully give I, up I my fourteen hundred dollars. Going to do now? I wonder how Fred Keller's going to go take pictures and everything with, when good things start happening. And he voted no every time, but I bet you he'll be up right there getting his picture taken. Oh, Fred Keller! Fred Keller gave got a hundred million dollars for the Northeast Twelve District. You watch and see what happens. All right. Okay. What else? <laughs> That, that's what. That's, that's it. Okay. Say. I'm just saying, <laughs> a bunch, you guys are a bunch of hypocrites, and you're all a bunch of socialists. You tell me. I want to know how many people call this show today, especially like Dan, who's one of the biggest guys that complains about socialism. What's he going to do with his fourteen hundred dollars? If I would be him, I would donate it all. He is going to snicker all the way to the bank. So Dan, I know what he's going to do. The fact that Dan and he I is a hypocrite and a socialist, just like everybody else. Listen, you, you're you're incapable of, of rational thought on this. I'm sorry, but you are. I support helping people, helping people who have been adversely impacted by the pandemic. I support the supplemental payments for unemployment compensation. I support the personal stimulus checks that could be putting food on the table for people. Those are good things. But $600 million for Amtrak at this point, $200 billion for um, the arts and humanities, they're not COVID-related. Are they, Tom? Are are they COVID-related? No, come on. You answer my question. You answer my question. Uh, you answer my question. Percent of it went to the Repu- 
went you, to the rich people and then they bought their stocks. Yeah, so now you're really going. Beneficial too, wasn't you it? you won't even answer the question. I mean, really, you won't answer I'm the question. I'm asking you a question about the two trillion dollars. What about that? The eighty-five percent of them. The eighty-five percent. You're always saying. Money, you're always accusing. And they bought their stocks back. You're always and accusing you call me. That beneficial. You're always accusing me of. You're always accusing me of flipping and flopping and changing the the message. That and that's beneficial? what you're doing. That's that what you're. I'll answer you when you answer me. With taxpayer money. I'll answer you when you answer my question. Well, see, you can't answer mine then either. I can, I'll be happy to answer yours after you answer mine. I ask you first. What's I say question? there's a lot of things in there that's a waste of money. Now, what about you? Okay. You now, think, what? You what think should... that it's a waste of money for people to buy eighty? For people to have uh, eighty-five. Uh, for them to get buy their stocks back with two trillion dollars, I don't think so. Sure, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I, I'm, well, a, you, you're okay. not here, not even hearing me when I say I'm in favor of supporting and helping people who need help because of the pandemic, small businesses that need help because of the pandemic, the things that are related to the pandemic that where people need help. I'm in favor of the government spending money to help them, but not but bail, not bailing wrong. out you teachers. You're in favor of Trump's bills. You like oh. Trump's ideas, you said. I like uh, Trump's ideas. I like the like idea of the did. tax. I like well, the idea of the tax he cut. He it, gave all that money to the rich people that didn't need it. I don't believe it all went to the rich people, but you do, so that's well, fine. I'll tell you what. I just saw a chart today on on Morning Joe. Oh, okay, that must be true. The money went to the rich people. Now this bill, Biden's bill, those people at the top didn't get a cent. They didn't get one cent. Not one. All the money went to the people that needed it, more or less that needed it. All right. and that, Most that, of the money is at the bottom. Tom, we got to get a little bit of another call. Thank you so much. Well, we uh, could ask our other caller to call back because we're not going to have any much time. Well, we, we'll let him get started. Maybe he's got a quickie point. Mike, sorry, we uh, I lost track of time there. You get a minute or 30 seconds now, and then we'll get you back on right after the CBS News. Uh, <clears throat> I got my second shot on uh, Tuesday at Evan in Lewisburg. Okay. And I just wanted to uh, let everybody know in the area around here what a fine job all those people are doing there at the Evan Hospital in Lewisburg. It's it's safe, efficient, really, 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 really well run. All right. Well, they epitomize, and so does Geisinger. They they run quite a little shot jab factory over there. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for calling in. Really, really appreciate it. We're going to take the break for CBS News. Everybody has an open mic. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Please, everybody, call back. We had all the lines lit and we ran out of time. So call back now if you have an opinion about solar panels or the president or Joe Biden or his cognitive abilities, which are as sharp as ever. You are welcome to give us a buzz right now. 1-800- Or my alleged socialism. <laughs> your, your socialism. That's right, because you're going to keep the $1,400 check. This is 
another that makes gift. me a socialist. Might as well give it right to the grandkids because they're going to pay off the debt anyway. So might as well provide that funding to them. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. The toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or do as uh, to uh, one individual has done two times. And that's text us at 70236. We have uh, five emails uh, pending as well. News Radio 1070 WKOK wishes you visit the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummelsworth. Find out tons more about that at sunburymotors.com. Do what I do, and that is to drive the 2021 Mustang Mach-E Premium. It is 100% electric. It really has two batteries in it. One is as large as a house that uh, powers the vehicle, gives it 266 horsepower, 0 to 60 in about 5 seconds. Just a fabulous car to drive and just as quiet as a whisper. It's funny, once you get on the road, the only thing you hear is tire noise, and that's not bad. I mean, it's just, that's literally the only sound you hear. They add sound to it, so you don't hit anybody and surprise people at intersections, and uh, plus it makes it sound like a big Mustang, so you hear it. And it's an SUV, really. Uh, it is uh, all-wheel drive. It's got great ground clearance, and it would be the perfect vehicle for so many families. It even has kind of like a mini trunk in the front. has, of course, the major trunk in the back with lots of space there and the seats fold down so that's perfect but then in the trunk since there's no motor there now there's another small trunk there for more stores that's where you could keep your trunk jumper cables and extra washer fluid and that kind of thing so it is just a great opportunity for you to enjoy a beautiful vehicle uh, 2021 mustang mach e premium has 317 foot-pounds of torque. A single-speed transmission. It's funny. You could go up through the gears. There's no gears. It just goes faster and faster. Hey, and uh, this is a great uh, Mustang. And ultra-shiny right at the moment. So please uh, check it out. It's uh, a really a perfect vehicle for a wide range of individuals in the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com would just love if you would uh, give their Mustang Mach-E a test drive. We do have some news headlines to pass along. Child pornography are the charges facing a man formerly of Tioga County who was living in Port Treverton. 27-year-old Kevin Perry of Port Treverton arrested after an extensive investigation involving state and federal agencies. State police investigating an identity theft in Snyder County after someone took out the loan of a 52-year-old male from Sealand's group. That identity theft crime being investigated. It is time to raise the region. Go to raisetheregion.org. You choose the nonprofit profits you want to support, how much you want to give them. Uh, at the end, you do your credit card transaction. All major credit cards are accepted, and that money will be turned directly over to them. In addition, the Blaze Alexander Family Dealerships has put up $150,000 in stretch funds. So for every gift that you make, a portion of the Alexander money will be increased to be given to that nonprofit. Jason McCacken of the First Community Foundation Partnership of uh, Pennsylvania says so far $768,000 has been raised for 265 organizations. Earlier today, the Middle Creek Community Center was at the top of the leaderboard, and they still are, uh, with $53,000 raised. And next in total 
uh, fundraising Northumberland Christian School with uh, $46,000 raised uh, so far. So uh, please, uh, everybody, please consider a contribution to uh, Raise the Region, RaiseTheRegion.org. President Joe Biden is planning a visit to Delaware County next week to talk about the $1.9 trillion stimulus relief package that he hopes will pull the country through the end of the pandemic and lift up low to middle-income Americans. Of course, Republicans continue to argue that it is extensively packed with pork and pet projects of Democrats and uh, will be paid for eventually by our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren. Governor Tom Wolf ordered all state flags at half-staff to honor Deputy Fire Chief Kevin Malukas of uh, Cold Township. And finally, this ad is on the radio. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. All of our former non-buffoon-like presidents are on that ad being run by the Ad Council of the USA at this time. Up in the upper right-hand corner, Jim. I refuse to go forward after that editorial comment, which you should apologize for immediately. Oh, no, are you turning into a <laughs> snowflake, too, you and your fellow Non-buffoon-like president. Well, he wouldn't go anywhere near If it, it weren't for him, we wouldn't have the vaccine. Right. Well, oh, he should. That's ex- oh, that's exactly why I wouldn't do it. He said unless they're going to call attention to the fact to. Uh, I don't. I didn't uh, hear that reported anywhere. That, the uh, that he wanted credit for it. Yes. 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 yes Operation yes. Warp Speed. Yes. Unless they give credit to Warp Speed and mention his name, he won't participate. And guess what? <laughs> I mean, that's not the purpose of the PSA. Where do you hear that reporting? I I even watched Morning Joe this morning. They didn't say widely that. reported in liberal circles. <laughs> right. CBS News. Upper right hand corner. We make this stuff up, folks. Uh, there is not even a modicum of decorum when Tom calls in. Disgraceful. That $1,400 check is my money that was taken out of my income over the 60 years I paid my taxes. It is not a gift. No, actually, it's not taken out of your income, uh, Dennis. No, it's, it's going to be taken out of your great-great-grandchildren's great income taxes. See, what we're doing, Dennis, is we're just printing the money. We're just printing it up, folks. And now the woman who invented give it to your grandchildren because they're going to pay it off. Cindy. <laughs> I did really do that. I, I, whether you believe me or not, I really did. I immediately turned it around. One in college and the other just a wee person. I hope it builds up to a good college fund for her. But I most assert, certainly did immediately give that money to my children. Good for you. But I mean, me and my grandchildren. Um, and the second time they sent it to us, we gave it to our son to help him pay off his college debt. So... You know, but I think people ought to be honest with with their uh, rhetoric. That, you know, oh my goodness, the people with college debt. Well, you got this free money, give it to them. You know, there's where you could do something about somebody's college debt. Find one of them and give it to them. But I wanted to say this in the first stimulus, and Mark, I sent you an email with the link to the story, which is on NPR. So all our good liberal friends ought to feel good hearing that it comes from their kind of source. But in the first stimulus. They sent millions and millions of dollars to foreigners, the IRS. Millions and millions and millions of these stimulus checks went to foreigners who turned around and said, what are you giving this to me for? (laughs) I have nothing to do with you. I don't live in your country. You know, I'm not, I don't claim citizenship there. Why are you sending me this money? 
This is the kind of debacle we have in Washington D.C. Well, did you and hear now no. that the, did you hear now that the, one of the checks is going to go to the uh, Boston Marathon bomber? What? He's going to get a stimulus check. Why? <laughs> Why would he get a? St- well, because he, you know, he is, and therefore it's like the per capita tax, Joe. You are, and therefore you are taxed. Right. You are, and therefore you are stimulated. But I, it becomes absurd, in my opinion. I I believe in helping the people who are struggling passionately and if we had stopped at that line we would have had far greater resources with which to help them but no as we're fond of saying at our house (laughs) (laughs) they went way up you know even retirees and i know this is going to upset some of you just keep in mind this week i turned 66 i'm in your club uh, you know, even retirees who still got their pensions and still got their Social Security payment, why should they get a stimulus? They didn't suffer any financial damage in this. Why are they getting a stimulus check? And then they have the audacity to call in and taunt other people. I mean, that's just uh, offensive, in my opinion. But I did not retain this money. If I doubt that we will get any money, but if we do, believe me, I will turn it right around to the people who are going to be billed for it. Because the federal government, at this point, can't even get people to buy their bonds. Let's all think about that. So how they do this is they don't take in the tax revenue. They don't have dollars in a bank to pay this bill. So they create bonds, and they say, hey, you guys, come buy our bonds. And traditionally, countries like China bought them up because the U.S. was good for it, quote-unquote. How is the U.S. good for it? How are we going to pay off that loan? Well, they'll have to raise taxes. And whose taxes are they going to raise? Our children's and our grandchildren's and our great-grandchildren's. Either that or they're going to find a way, as they always do, to kick the can down the road and avoid the, the, uh, the dire consequences that come with their actions. Uh, you know, what is, our, what is our national economy? This now, our debt eclipses our economy. Yep. So put this, put this in, your, in your own bailiwick. This would mean that all the money you owe far eclipses the amount of money you earn. The payment you have to make far eclipses the amount of money you earn. Well, we would look at these people and say, you're being irresponsible and reckless. Mm-hmm. And they are. You don't need a new Maserati. Yeah, wait <laughs> you don't long. need someone else to do your nails. Make your own coffee, but not in this country. Oh, no. Yeah, wait till we Dave Ramsey finds go, out about the U.S. Go. government. Well, as I so, said before, nobody ever got elected by telling people they had to tighten their belts and make a sacrifice for the good of the country. The last listen, time somebody tried it was Jack Kennedy in his inauguration speech. Well, that might be the one and only time I respect the man then. Here, we just, we have lost our minds. And, uh... To be taunting each other over this is, is really, it just shows the degradation of our society. Right. That They're happy that for the little argument that we're happening because it, it takes attention away from the catastrophe that just happened, the real tragedy, for our great-great-grandchildren. Right. I, it's just, and, and what are you going to do with that money? I mean, tell me, if, you're, if you don't have a loaf of bread in your refrigerator... If you don't have a glass of milk to drink, if you don't have those things, you have all my sympathy. And if you're caring for children, even more so. Even more so. But if you have all your resources, then you should not be getting any of this money, in my opinion. And uh, and like I said, I did. Uh, The day it came, it was out the door. Out the door to those to my grandchildren because they're going to be stuck with the bill. And, and And it just really disappoints me 
that people, the Me Too movement should be, what about me? <laughs> it's gone on. You know, I think the Me Too movement as in, you know, people are assaulting me, that's reprehensible. But what we really ought to have is acknowledge that far too many in the people in this country worry about where's theirs. Where's mine? What about me? Yeah, what am I going to do with my Give stimulus me that money? Free money? It's not free. <laughs> it's a, it's a shame. You know, John Kennedy, I'll tell you, when I went on the school board, I was motivated by something he said. I believe, but correct me, Joe, if I'm wrong, in one of his inaugural speeches, ask not what your country will do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That's and that's thing. been abandoned by the vast majority of people that call in this show. All about them. Where's their money? Well, they often say, where has the Republican Party gone in the age of Donald Trump? Where has the Democratic Party gone after a speech like John Kennedy gave? Well, we're all in the abyss. We're enjoying Abyssville. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks, Cindy. Yep, thank you so much. All right. Now let's get off the serious topics and have some fun here and start to once again just participate in this little push-me-pull-you match rather than really address the big issues. Upper right-hand corner. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. That's what Cindy said, <laughs> okay. that we're, not, we're glossing yeah, over the okay. real issues. Yeah, the Democrats are ramming votes through the House and the Senate, just like the Republicans did the first two years of Trump's presidency when they held the House and the Senate. What, what bills did the Republicans ram through? The president signed some executive orders. Then, uh, let's see, Snopes has a new explanation for Biden's yep. seemingly confused state in front of a microphone regarding the Secretary of Defense. Are you ready? An extended folksy ad lib. That's worth a chuckle. Have a great day, Joe and Mark. Yeah, if you look at Snopes, it says, first of all, is it true that the president couldn't remember his defense secretary's name? A video shows President Biden fumbling his words and apparently blanking on Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's name at one point in the speech, although he had mentioned Austin's names a few minute or a name a few minutes earlier without issue. When he was reading it, <laughs> right? And then uh, what's undetermined? It's unclear whether Biden literally forgot his defense secretary's name oh, at that moment, <laughs> or whether, for example, he got stuck doing extended folksy ad lib after initially tripping over his words. I agree with that. If you watch the video, it is slightly possible that he forgot that you know that he never really went back to try to say his name. It's not that he couldn't remember it. It's just that he never went back to go back and say it oh, after he brother. stumbled and fumbled. <laughs> but he, even so, it's a stumble-fumble moment. <laughs> he backed himself into a corner regardless. He could have easily gotten out of that corner by just saying the guy's name, which he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. we got our callers waiting, and we got some texts uh, lined up. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got callers waiting. We'll take some more folks on the line awaiting. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We've been talking about the stimulus package and our great-great-great-great-grandchildren that'll have a chance to pay it off for us. So enjoy that 1400 bucks because uh, your legacy will help uh, pay for it. We're talking about Governor Cuomo. Joe is uh, still adamant that Kamala Harris has got to weigh in on Governor Cuomo. The more trouble he's in, the less she says, and that is killing Joe. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade. No no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay. <laughs> Joe's suspension of disbelief irritates me when I recommend a good movie around here. All right. One, a top, top text, and then we'll go to the phone. Top text. My stimulus check is going to our property taxes. Okay. Exclamation point. That's certainly stimulating Joseph, the economy. Joseph, you're on the mark. Oh, yes. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I wanted to call in yesterday and comment, but I, didn't, I couldn't get in. Uh, on something that uh, I think Mark said it. <laughs> when Dan called in, he was talking about uh, the accuser of the brother and how he is an advocate with the father, the savior, to plead his case. And then I think it was Mark that said, and Dan really had some good good comments there on that, very good. Uh, I think it was Mark that said, well, does, isn't Cromo, uh, a, a, Cromo's a Catholic, and uh, doesn't he have that same uh, advocate uh, to confess, you know, his uh, faults before the father, you know, and forgive him? Uh, I think that was Mark that said that yesterday. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, what I wanted to say and comment on is Mary Cuomo being a, a Catholic, Joe Biden being any Catholic, Roman Catholic, they do not have the same uh, uh, intercessor as Dan has. Because according to the Pope John Paul II, it, he says that Mary is the mediatrix of all grace necessary for salvation. And when they pray the rosary, it's Hail Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Hail Mary, and they continue, continue. In other words, you, if you commit a sin, you've got to say so many of those Hail Marys to Mary. But i got news for you. The Savior's mother is dead in the grave. She doesn't answer anybody's prayer. And by the way, her name isn't Mary either. It's uh, Miriam. But that's another point. Uh, the point is that uh, any Catholic does not have an advocate with the Father, because the Bible well, says... Also, we're all going to hell. Thank you, Joseph. You really no, straighten us no, out. No, no, no you knock it off. Other people are entitled to their... Other people are entitled to their... Other people are entitled to their religions without having you tell us we're all going to hell because we don't believe what you do. That's religious intolerance. I support your right to have your faith, and I support the Catholics' right to have theirs, and Lutherans to have theirs. That's what makes this country great. We, uh, we tolerate religious diversity without you calling in here every day and telling us we're all going to hell because we don't believe what you believe. That's not exactly what this country was founded on, Joseph. Talking about the country, I'm talking about Mary Cromwell being a Catholic. You said he was a Catholic. He had the same intercessor. I didn't well, say if that. He, if he has Mary, he doesn't have the one that the Bible that died for the sins of the world. Mary didn't die for your sins. Come on. All right. Anything else, Joseph? Oh, boy. Well, if you want to find the Catholic Church, I'll tell you where to find it. Go to Revelation chapter 7. <laughs> it's right there. Mr. Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth, drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Joshua. The Crusades, the Inquisition, all the bloodshed. Hitler said, I'm only carrying out the 1,500-year work of the Catholic Church. 
and killing the Jews. All That's right. what he said, and he was right. All right, we got you, brother. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, hey. thank you, thank you. Uh, Lance, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, very white. Uh, do you know how many checks are going out altogether? The number? No. Uh, 300 some million? Well, that would be, we only have 330 million people. Well, they, they said that they were imposing some limits this time, so I, I suppose it's somewhat less than the entire population. So what's the point? And no children. Well, well the point is that that's enough money to give every uh, family of four $22,800. Well, that's the bill for every family of four, too, what it's going to cost. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's enough to give them that much money. And... Uh, <clears throat> You know what's fun? Debt. Take the national debt and divide divide the national debt by the number of people alive in the country and figure out what we each owe. About eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Every man, woman, and child owes Every 80. man, woman, All and right, child. everybody, pay up. Oh, Actually, if we well, split it with our next what? generation, that'll just be forty. So that's doable. <laughs> well, that's what each kid in our school districts paid for their fourth grade education. Or actually, the second semester, first semester of the fifth grade. There you go. That's how much money they're going to have to come up with just to pay for his free public education. But anyway, they talk about our GDP, the debt, and everything. We're in debt about one GDP. China's in debt 2.5 GDP. What, is, what percentage of the 2020 budget, which was over $6 trillion in the U.S., what percentage of that is debt service? Um, I re- well, what would it be at the uh, going rate of about uh, not quite 1%? Oh, so, so 1% of our budget is, is debt service at this point? Well, yeah, that, well, that's uh, the... Uh, oh, it's more than 1%. Right? Yeah, it would have to be it's more than much that. more than 1%. Interest rate might be 1% on some of it, but... Uh, well, oh, anyway, well, okay, well, that's an aside. Well, rate in the paper, and you'll see what it is, and then okay. times it by the uh, debt... Gotcha. That's, uh, that's not 1% now, as far as I can tell. All right, what else? Okay. Uh, do Sunbury Motors only advertise, or do they actually answer their phone? Uh, they do not answer the phone. They have uh, a voicemail that answers, and then it asks you whether you want to go to the truck service or the car service, right. the right. body oh, shop, yeah. or wherever. And then you get another voicemail. And then they never call you back. Oh, well, that's a pickle. I've been calling for some uh, information on the Mustang, and you might know. One of it is, how many kilowatt hours of electric does it take to charge that battery on the Mustang? Oh, gosh, I bet they gave me a book that's 900 pages. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, that would be kind of uh, interesting when you're figuring out how much... We'll get you some answers. Kyle works down there. Looking, uh, just looking at this, I looked it up. Uh, $378 billion will be the interest on the national debt this year. Right, but that's the interest. But billion. how much of the 2020 budget, which is over... 7.8%. Okay, went to debt service. Well, 7.8% went to debt well, service. Well, that's ridiculous. Well, that would be about one point. Uh, 1.5% of national debt, of the national debt, then. I'm assuming this is correct. I mean, it's on the Internet. That's the same thing. <laughs> it must be right. <laughs> must be right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll get your answer, Lance. I'll find out. How much electricity does it take to charge up the... I would uh, think Congressman Muser or Congressman Keller would have the answer to that question. The Mustang question or the no, debt the service question? No, the question, debt service question. <laughs> yeah. Because it would just be about... 
it's not no two percent. And uh, if you take all the, the treasury, well, yeah, I guess because the treasury bills that they've already sold, they're paying on. Okay, yeah, I understand that because the new T bill rate is less than one uh, percent. And the only reason why that stock market is gone is that uh, our treasury is buying about a hundred and twenty billion dollars of stuff a month, like in T-bills and things like that. <laughs> that's a full-time job. That's what's lighting the fire, man. That's it. And sooner, and the problem is that even uh, Schumer has swallowed this uh, deal about uh, modern monetary theory, which says all you have to do is digitize the money forever. Mm-hmm. Sooner mm-hmm. or later, that uh, checks us up with you. That's, that's why all the people down below the border are in such bad shape. Who, who was it that yeah. says a trillion there, a trillion here, and pretty soon it adds up? Yeah, that's what they tried to do in Venezuela and in Argentina and all the North African countries that are kaplan. Uh, you can't just say that this stuff has value when it really doesn't. And uh, well, what about Weimar Germany? They pulled the same stunt. Yeah, they printed a lot of money in Weimar, and it uh, took hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy a loaf of bread. Yeah, or marks, the I should say. With a, uh, this uh, fine-looking lady with a shawl, you know, goes into the grocery store with these bills stacked up, and then shows her coming out with, uh, you know, bread and a couple of bags. Wheelbarrow full of money to get a loaf of bread. Yeah, it was just the, that really was true too. And then he showed the guy that was wallpapering his apartment with it. Wow, that was a newsreel back in the fifties. The Mickey Mouse Club. Yep. All right. Thank you so Thank much, you, sir. Stan. Yep. Thanks, thanks for Lance. calling. <laughs> thanks for calling in. Uh, upper right hand corner. Then we'll take the break. Okay. Mark says something Joe doesn't like, and Joe gets all upset, even telling Mark to apologize. I think I was kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then Joe comes up with a story about the Boston bomber and cites no credible source. Meanwhile, except that there are credible sources. There's the uh, Boston Herald reports that Sernayev would be eligible under the current rules to get a stimulus check. So you know, there's that. There's that. An individual in prison is eligible? Right. Okay. And they just cite him because he is the one of the more notorious people. They also included a white supremacist who was convicted of murder. He would be eligible under that under this provision that hasn't been rescinded. Meanwhile, Cindy tells us foreigners are getting stimulus checks. But like Joe, she doesn't want to tell us where the information comes from. You can't just throw crazy information out there like that, the way the orange buffoon did for four years. <laughs> That's from our pal Steve. you got to have attribution, man. Come on. I just gave and you women. some. The Boston uh, I got Harold. you. I'm with you. Uh, not, not, not arguing. Okay. All right. got to take a break. Uh, then we got two callers standing by. We could fill up the line uh, with uh, other callers. If you so dial, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sends us a text, says, Good morning. Thank a Democrat today for getting the COVID relief funding going. Not one Republican voted for it. Thanks, Democrats. But the Republicans got you the vaccine that you're talking about, so. And? <laughs> exactly, Joe. If Trump hadn't indicated operation, uh, initiated Operation Warp Speed, there would be zero vaccine for the Three Stooges to tell people they should take. All right. I guess the Three Stooges are one Republican and two Democrats. <laughs> Ron, you on the mark. Hi, thanks for a chance to comment. Um, I think what troubles me the most about the um, package is that if uh, the other gentleman that mentioned the mathematics, it's about right. If you took $1,400 times 320 
million Americans, it's less than 25% of the 1.9 trillion. And so giving that amount of money away can't be good for the country, and it's awful troubling that it's so divisive that zero Republicans voted for it. Not even the ones that, you know, sometimes side with the Democrats gave way. Um, so I'm troubled by that. I'm troubled by the amount of money, and I, I've learned that there's a part of it, at least $5 billion of it, that goes to bailing out um, African-American or other minority farmers, that your loan is forgiven up to 120% of your loan, but it's only for minorities. Um, but if you're white or a white woman, there's no forgiveness of those of that loan. And I, I can't imagine a world where on one side of the highway you've got a black farmer that can afford to farm, and on the other side you have a white far farmer that goes poor. There's no farmers today that are making a great living. Why do this for just minorities as part of a bill that's for COVID? That's my question. Obviously, it has nothing to do with COVID. So, but uh, if you're talking about supporting small farmers, I would if they've been adversely impacted by the pandemic. I've got no problem with that as long as we're doing it to all farmers, not just one farmer of color and not a farmer of another color. That doesn't yep. seem fair to me. Not fair. If you look at it, though, it's in the bill. Um, I think the only person I saw comment on it was Lindsey Graham. He called it reparations, and it's troubling. I mean, to go back and Try to rewrite history, remake Dumbo or Gone with the Wind or Breakfast at Tiffany's like they're doing, plus only give financial aid to minority farmers just seems wrong to me if this is really about helping people and that all people are created equal. Um, I think we need to consider that and call our congressmen and call our government and make it known that this isn't right. Apparently that ship has sailed, the bill is passed, and President Biden is going to sign it. But, you know, one of the things I still think we should give our president is the line-item veto so that when something egregious like that comes up, I'm not saying that President Biden would change it, but you would have the option to change it by vetoing it out of the bill. Yeah, that would be terrific. Unfortunately, though, um, if he can speak because he seems to be guarded from answering questions, I'm not sure if he could put it together. Maybe Kamala Harris can do that, and she can also comment on the crazy stuff going on with Cuomo, but everybody seems to have their mouth shut, but the wallet's open for the American taxpayer to pay. You got Thanks for letting me comment. Hey, call yeah, anytime. Thank so Thanks, Ron. Appreciate, Appreciate your call. Appreciate the call. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. You get 60 seconds. First, I want to say I did cite a source. I said NPR, and I said I sent that source to Mark so he could read the article as well. Well, Steve now, didn't hear that I part. I want to say <laughs> the Pew Research Center says that the national debt is the interest, the interest we pay every year, just the interest, not the actual balance, is $393.5 billion, or 8.7% of all federal spending. 8.7, call it 9% of all federal spending. And who's buying up this debt so that we can have it? Well, interestingly enough, Social Security, by federal law, is obligated to buy the debt. And then when they run out of money, which they do, then they have the Treasury buy back the debt they issued to give out this money. I mean, this just becomes ridiculous. 
It's just yeah. ridiculous. It, it long stopped being rational. Yep, there's no argument yeah, about take, that. Yeah, take out another credit card and shift the balance. That's what we're doing now. Must be another country that'll loan us the money. Hey, Iran, hey, guess what? If you can get, if you can get 0% interest for the first 90 days, why not? <laughs> it's like buying well, a new watch. Well, apparently we're not. We're spending almost $400 billion a year hmm. just on the interest. Just on the interest. That isn't lowering the debt. That's just paying the interest on the debt. Like on a credit card, if you only pay the interest on the credit card and never actually get after the debt. You know, who's that guy, that radio show, Mark, that you have on in the afternoons? Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Dave yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, he hates the national government. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, yeah, they set a poor example Thanks, in Washington. All right. Uh, attack one of these texts and okay. then we'll get going. How much electricity will those solar panels produce if we have another winter like the one we've just had this year, all covered with snow for extended periods of time? And then, uh, let's see, we read that one. Yeah, I think one. you have to clear them off. Oh, uh, then said, come on, Tom, this COVID bill has very little to do with COVID relief and more to do with bailing out public sector union pensions, bailing out Democrat states, funding for pet projects up to 10 years out. What happened to immediate relief? Good question. And uh, solar panels in Mifflinburg are to produce green energy, correct? All while destroying the green of the environment. Makes perfect sense to me. Not. Not. <laughs> Capital letters. Right. Not. All right. Uh, one call coming in and another man patiently waiting. Good morning, Dan. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. I'm coming on the earlier call. You know, I'll talk about myself. If I got what I deserved, I'd go to hell. No question about it. I was born a sinner. What Dude, does this have to do with yeah, Governor Cuomo about Governor or Cuomo national Cuomo debt? And, and or, right. um, Falling right what you were talking about earlier. About, we weren't talking about that. We weren't talking about no, people's Joseph religions. In, Joseph I must have had the wrong radio station on then <laughs> because I swear it was you and Joe and Mark and Joseph that were talking about Cuomo. I, I must be living in an alternate No, we were universe. talking about Governor Cuomo, but we weren't talking about Governor Cuomo's religion. Or yeah, how he practiced. No, we weren't. Joseph called in about that. Joseph, Joseph was. Joseph and he brings mentioned. that up and every I, time. And I'm only commenting on... But, I'm, I'm commenting that, hey, I'm no, Cuomo's no different than I am. I was a lost sinner without Christ. And without him as my mediator or as my substitute, he substituted his life for Dan. Once I put my name in there, Christ died for Dan. All right. All then right. I became a believer. L- listen, this, this comes up all the time, you know, and it's the same Thank thing. You, you guys say the same thing every time, and we understand how new seriously rule. you find it. Joe, you ready for a new rule? I'm ready for a new rule. No religious zealots. <laughs> well, That's it. No zealotry at all whatsoever. This is an issue, so we're talking about both sides of important topics that relate to our community. This isn't a preaching pulpit, zealotry, Yahshua, opportunity, counselor, uh, show for you to uh, billboard your religion. But there's another radio station around here that has a great talk show if you want to do that, and uh, it is religiously based and nonprofit, and that's great. No more religion. 
we're talking about important community, governmental, societal, well, I mean, if and if religion is issues. actually the topic, in other words, if we're talking about banning a ch- a church and state issues, certainly that's acceptable. Well, yeah, if religion's but a factor. But we're talking about is people calling in and saying that my religion, this is what my religion okay. says, and that your religion doesn't say that, so therefore you've got a problem. All right. Uh, we're like trying to be respectful okay of other people's Rob? faith. <laughs> You're good to go? Yep, Rob's good to go. Okay. Uh, so no more zealotry if religion inches into all if, of our good topics. If it's a topic it we bring does. up or that's started on the show, then it's fair game. With respect no more to scripture. the topic, but no, no more zealots. Right. We're done. We're done. It had been ruined by the zealots who had only one topic when they called in. Uh, Mike, sorry to drag you through that uh, cesspool. You are now on the mark. Well, you know, I don't know that I'm any better thinker than Joe Biden on his feet because you're, you guys' little uh, executive decision there kind of threw me off to- topic. I'm, I'm wondering, I said, are the Democrats going to be allowed to call in anymore because I see them as a religious cult? Well, they're not. <laughs> I, I, I know, but I'm telling you, that's what popped into my head. Hey, the reason I called it, Cindy talked about we're spending $400 uh, billion on uh, interest alone on the federal debt. And you know what? That's with basically 0% interest rates. I mean, when you get right down to it, what's, what's going to happen when, when things, uh, you know, if they do return to the normal uh, uh, trend of uh, higher interest rates, I mean, God, that's just going to crush the, the, the interest rates are going to go up and it's going to crush the dollar. And I don't know what's going to happen. It's a pretty scary thought. You know, I don't think these 0% interest rates are going to last forever. But uh, what, I, what I really wanted to say, and again, I'm no better than Joe because I, I, I forgot about it. This morning I said to myself, hey, i got to go turn on the radio. When I went to turn on the radio, I opened the pantry door, and I said to myself, what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, I wanted to make a prediction about what's the headline, one of the headlines on the, you know, like the ABC Evening News, that 30-minute that 30 min, 30 minute infomercial for the Democrats. <clears throat> I just heard that uh, the, Demo- the, Cong- the Congress people in the, the House, the Democrats, requested uh, the FBI director to come to them and brief them on white supremacy threats. So the headline tonight will be FBI briefs Congress on white supremacy threats. Never mind that the Democrats asked him to come. They probably won't include that in the headline. No, you're right. They probably won't. Did we lose no, you? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's still no, there. No, and, that's, and, and to me, that's just another example of the narrative that gets carried for the Democrats day after day. Like, they did not report this this bill that just passed. They didn't report that there were tens of millions of dollars in that bill to pay hotels in California to house illegal aliens that came into this country for a 10-day quarantine. So in my mind, these people may have the virus, some of them probably do. That's why they're being put in hotels for quarantine. But Joe Biden is, is making American citizens pay people to house them, to risk their lives, to cater to illegal aliens that came here illegally and have the virus. So to me, that, that's just wrong. You know, he, he said, hey, I'm here to save the country. Well, you know, you could have saved some lives by keeping the people with the virus on the other side of the border, Joe. That's true. He could have. He could have. Oh, and then the last thing, this is a, uh, a public relations for Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. I drove along River Road yesterday, and if you're familiar with the Bloomsburg Town Park, there's basically a little terrace right along the, uh, the river, between the road and the uh, river, and that was jam-packed with people sunning themselves, 
The other side, the picnic tables were full. Kids, I mean adult men, they were you know probably in their 20s, they were playing a game of flag football that looked intense as could be. The Kidsburg was full of people. If, if you asked me, I would have said, hey, this looks like the 4th of July a couple of years ago. It was that, it was that full of people just out having a good time. And uh, it's nice to see things starting to return to normal under Biden. <laughs> well, you know, you can thank the nice weather yeah, for Joe, thank you. Joe Biden. <laughs> Appreciate your call, Mike. <laughs> okay, take, take care. care. All right, thank you. All right, we'll you take know, a quickie break. But go ahead. What's, I was just going to talk about, about? For, for just a moment what how this money is going to be spent. There is an article today about Los Angeles and California. Los Angeles has already received more than nine hundred million in federal funds under the CARES Act. The city council voted in September to commit two hundred million dollars in federal relief funds for homelessness initiatives. In other words, not paying off existing bills, starting new programs. And other groups in Los Angeles say they want $500 million in federal funds to go toward child care, elder care, and housing security initiatives. In other words, new programs. The groups say other portions of the money should go toward two years of guaranteed basic income for families. You know, this is not exactly immediate stimulus, and this is not exactly <laughs> what the bill was inclined to do. If all they do is create new programs that are going to need funding down the road, aren't they just perpetuating the same debt that got them into the problem in the first place? Well, I don't, I don't know why there's any help for states. You know, states dig be. themselves into these holes and need look at look at Pennsylvania. I mean, they've been doing a terrible right. job budgeting for years. If we elected the state representatives and senators who are not fiscally responsible, that's on us. And now our pensions are out of whack and everything else. So there's no reason why our great great grandchildren should pay for that. We should take it out of the salaries of our state lawmakers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We have a few moments left. Speedy dial can get through 1-800-795-9565. We had to restart our machine. So if you sent us a text in the past hour and we haven't read it, send it again because uh, the uh, textulator had to be restarted. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. There's that old bad joke, I'm from the federal government, I'm here to help. But we are from the federal government, and we want to help. We want to help a lot. (laughs) Ronald Reagan said it correctly, the scariest words in the English language, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help you. All right. Well, apparently Joe Biden couldn't remember who said it. He just said it's a great (laughs) saying. It was Ronald Reagan. (laughs) What what did he call it? There's that old bad joke. The old bad joke. joke. Now you can sit so down. So he Joe. thought Ronald Reagan gave a bad joke. Well, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Ab- talked about media bias yesterday. To that end, one of our good listeners sends us a note. And we have a text also. Uh, all right. The text says, 
Yes, my first Bloomsburg College sports trip next week in a year driving. The sports team is going to, uh, to go out by Ohio. I hope they stay COVID-free. Stay safe. Okay. Thank okay. You. And then the um, email, which if I can get my mouse to work. Click on it right there. I oh, am. And it's, okay. well, there we go. Media bias is discussed fairly often on the mark. Here's an example from Tuesday's Fox Television News. Depending on how you interpret it, it could be argued it's a literal description of behavior or it could be interpreted as a negatively biased statement about a person's mental competence or a physical status. It is a report on the president's meeting at a Pfizer manufacturing facility. The first paragraph of the article reads, aides to President Biden hurried the traveling press corps away as they shouted questions at an unresponsive commander-in-chief in Washington Tuesday, his 48th day in office, without holding a solo press conference. <laughs> well, I wonder where that came from. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's Fox. They're all over that. But well, it's what, obviously bias, but Fox has a bias, and so does MSNBC no, and you, CNN. Uh, but but isn't, isn't it more important, the fact that they're hustling the media away from him when they start asking him questions? Doesn't that concern you? Well, that's that's their version of what happened. That may not be actually what happened, Joe. Just because Fox says it doesn't have to well, be Well, how true. about the day they uh, shut him down, the minute Biden sat there and said, I'll be happy to take any questions you might have, and all of a sudden, beep, <laughs> we got the test pattern because oh, they, they s- cut him off. They said that was a mistake. That, right. That he did answer questions of other people. Just hustling not, the press corps out of there was... Um, one yeah. of our good listeners. Yeah, thank you. Answer this. One of our e- texter says, thank you, thank you, thank you for your new rule on the pontification of religious doctrine on your talk show. Now, please enforce it. Signed, Bill, Bill from Dewart. The village of Dewart. Just barely in Northumberland County. We Bill. don't want to scare people half to death, but, you know, this program is not about religious intolerance. The fact that you're welcome to believe anything you want to believe as far as we're concerned. Your faith is your business, not ours, not the public's. And for anybody to come on the show and to insinuate that they know best what's right and what's wrong, and that if you don't believe as they do, you're going to be cast into the lake of fire. Well, and the show is is on topic. What, what Joe said is true, and certain people may feel very strongly about their faith, and they want to call in and say that. When I say open phones, I mean that we're going to address a number of a series of topics. It's not just call in every single day and say, Yahshua says we're not going to die if we do this, but we will die if we don't do that, or if you're Catholic, you're going to hell. That's not really That's not what, what we're open in business phones for. is all yeah. about. These are important uh, topics about the movement of our, our society's uh, government and uh, our society and community issues and things that uh, that people are talking people are talking about. Things that go bump in the night. But we'll start up tomorrow. John Shipman, our good guest co-host here. No religious zealotry tomorrow. It'll be all based on important topics of the day. And I'll see you Monday. All right. Thank you. Joe has to take the week off to the weekend to uh, recoup. We thank you so much for listening. Nobody gets on the radio but through dialing up like we ask everyone to do. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.